game coming up Thursday. I mean, uh, historically, a lot of younger guys play in that type of game. Do you play? Yeah, you know, we're still getting into the conversation who's going to play, how much everybody's going to play, what we want to do from that standpoint. And then kind of like we talked about the other day, there's still we kind of have our list of questions we want. We want to see how these guys do in certain situations. So you're kind of walking the fine line of obviously we want to give our guys enough chances to make plays and do things well. But, you know, maybe there's some things you want to see this guy in this situation. Can he do it? Um, against somebody he doesn't know, you know, things like that. Um, so you're kind of massaging every little situation you can to get as many answers as you can on all these guys, as well as give them the best chance to play well. This is assuming that Travis continues playing the way he is and that James in his recovery. But for that third spot between Burkwell, Mackay, and Snoop, how do you assess how those guys are doing right now? Yeah, those guys are doing a great job. Obviously, I mean, that's – it's not a good thing that James isn't out here doing it, but it, it gives those guys another chance to get more live reps, essentially, without being live. In the game, they'll get a great opportunity to get carries, uh, protect, catch the ball, all the situations you want to see. So those guys are doing a great job. They're all competing. Um, you know, they all have a little different skill set that we're, we're trying to figure out what fits best. And assuming James and Travis are full speed, ready to roll, how does that work in? What's the big picture of that room look like with those guys contributing to special teams, you know, having a role? Um, as a certain type of back for us as we go to. For what you've been able to do so far, are they, are they doing okay blitz protection? They've done a great job in blitz protection. They're identifying things really well. Um, and then, you know, that's that's the aspect where you're not full speed, you're not live, so there's a lot of times where necessarily you don't get to finish a pass rush or a pass block because everything's not live. Now we just put on pads, so that amps things up a little bit. But, uh, you know, that's something you want to see in a game. Yeah. Or do you kind of just kind of wait for Doug to say, hey, what do you think? No, I, I, I feel very comfortable giving my opinion on that stuff, but I will forever and always defer to Doug and Doug's opinion on it. But, you know, as far as um, us having those conversations and stuff, I think that's been fluid. That obviously goes back to having a great relationship with each other prior to coming down here. So, yeah, I feel completely confident in giving my opinion on how we should do things. Would you like, would you, would you like to see Trevor get in? Or I have an opinion on that, but yeah, yeah. Have you decided where you'll be come game time in the box or down on the field yet? Yeah, I'm actually, uh, you know, through this preseason, I'd like to try a couple different things. So on Thursday night, I'll be down on the sideline, but then there's a good chance the next week I'll go up. We'll try to mix and match and figure out, you know, who's responsible for what down on the field, up in the box, how we communicate well together. You know, that's kind of the benefit of having this extra preseason game compared to everybody else. It's one more opportunity to figure out what works best for us come uh, week one. Can you talk about some of the undrafted receivers? All right. Yeah, I got the bugs <laughs> flying around. Uh, Kevin Austin, Lawan Winningham. Yeah. What have you seen from those uh, young guys that are battling for a chance here uh, yeah. early on at camp? Yeah, those guys have done a good job. Um, you know, obviously it takes some time. You just strap the pads on too. Everything changes a little bit more. You go into a game situation, and it, it gets it gets a little tougher there as well. You know, the biggest thing for them too has been a lot of these kind of quote unquote call it periods for us where it's unscripted. So they're not able to sit there on the sideline with their coach, go through it. The coach tells them, hey, you stand here, you do this. They do this, you do that. So now it's get in the huddle, which is coming up on the game Thursday. As you get in the huddle, play's called, you break the huddle, you've got 20 seconds to figure out what you got, the adjustments that come with that. So that's been good for them. But those guys have done a great job attacking it, working hard. Um, 
you know, top to bottom, really we're pleased with all those young guys and excited to see their development. Chris, you've heard talk about playing with Fitzgerald and Hopkins and Green. Is there a better thing for a young guy trying to find his way in the league like he was to play with three guys from Michael in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I mean, obviously um, there's things like that that are great experiences. You see great players and how they handle things, uh, which is a huge benefit. But I think one of the biggest things is I think it goes without saying that Larry Fitzgerald is one of the most unquestioned professionals in our business. Now, everybody's a pro, but not everybody acts professionally, and he does. So to see somebody that does it like that, and I can't speak to the other guys. I haven't heard much about all that, but um, the way he goes about his business and works, that's always kind of the best thing for young guys. You want them to find veterans to look up to. You want them to ideally find the best professional veterans to look up to, you know, Going back to our time in, in Philadelphia, guys I've been around and stuff like that, like Darren Sproles. If you had a running back come in and just watch Darren Sproles or a tight end come in and just watch Brent Selleck, that was as invaluable for guys as anything. It's it's the same thing as you know Luke Fortner, Nick Ford, these young uh, offensive linemen getting a chance to watch Brandon Scherf and you know, just see what it's supposed to look like, guys that handle their business the right way. How much is it, like, I don't know, comfort factor when you know that your top three guys are veteran guys Right. Yeah, no, th it's definitely comforting. And then being able to have conversations we've had with those guys, how smart they are, um, kind of the mental flexibility, the things they can handle. There's a lot of things that come up on the practice field that we'll get over on the sideline and talk about. They've already been talking about it. As we say, hey, I liked what you did here. Here's blah, blah, blah. They can handle that. They can adjust like that. They're great communicators with Trevor. So I think it just helps you try to get on the same page a little bit quicker with guys like that. Yeah, um, I, I couldn't give you a timetable on Jawan. You know, we're just going to let Fergie and the, and the training staff tell us when they're ready to go, and whenever somebody's ready to go, we'll throw them out there um, with whatever parameters they give us. You know, but Walker's done a great job. He stepped up as things got even more physical the other day. He's done a great job. You know, in the in the battles he's had, but also playing next to the guys he's been able to play with. And again, that's. The, the benefit of being able to shuffle our offensive line is you see how guys work next to one another, especially on, you know, if you're an edge player, you're working next to one guy as opposed to your interior, you've got guys on either side of you. What have you thought about Zay Jones, and is it fair to like call his game quarterback friendly? Yeah. Um, you know, I've really enjoyed working with Zay, uh, you know, getting to watch his skill set and stuff. I remember Zay coming out in the scouting process, knew some people that coached him in college, and I'd always kind of followed him, his work ethic and stuff like that was always talked about with him. And then, you know, just being able to have conversations with him, he sees the game. And that's probably what makes him quarterback friendly, I think, is he kind of anticipates what the quarterbacks are seeing. Um, I think at least he's able to communicate like that. So, yeah, and then he's, you know, he's got length, he's got speed, he's got a skill set. He obviously has, has good hands and has ability to work quarterbacks, I think, would trust him. So I guess that's quarterback friendly, yes. No, I, I wouldn't say that right now. You know, it, it better that a guy has a has a drop now than in season, obviously. But we just continue to work and put him in different situations and see what he does best with. But he's been able to handle a lot of things we put on him right now. When the offense struggles in the red zone, like it did the other day, how much stock do you put into that, and what sort of your message to the offense after that session? Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, anytime we get a chance to compete with the defense, we want to go out and well and compete and play well. Um, but at the same time, you know, that was our first red zone day. 
it's just like the defense is doing. We put in the same plays we put in the spring. They put in the same coverages they put in the spring. So we've seen each other a million times running the same stuff, and they had our number that day. You know, we expect to execute no matter the situation, and we're just continuing to work on that and get better at that. But I think everybody had a pretty good perspective of this is early in camp. You know, there's kind of the ebbs and flows of camp of the offense has a day, the defense has a day. You, you kind of, I mean, it, big picture, you, you like seeing that and the competitive and that up and down. That means both sides are having having some success now. As the offense coordinator, we want to win every single day, every play, every period, all that. So, so it gets you a little bit. But you have the right perspective of, all right, we're putting in our first red zone install. They've seen this since, you know, five or six different times since the spring. So, yeah. Some of the adjustments that you, you talked about earlier, Trevor and the receivers already making half the plays. How encouraging is it to see them already have that kind of line of communication this early? Yeah, that's great. You know, obviously he has a relationship with Marvin going to last season, LaVisca, uh, Tread, some of those guys. But Christian and Zay, I think part of it is the way they see the game, you know, the, the way they're able to kind of keep their wits about them and communicate what they saw out there. That helps. You know, Trevor can go, hey, what would you see? Maybe he was working the other side of a concept, but what would you have back here? They can explain it pretty much verbatim. Then we'll go out, you know, we'll, we'll, especially out here, we're able to grab the video right after period, kind of all sit there together. Okay, yeah, yeah, it looked exactly like you said. So for Trevor, you're able to trust what they say in a game, the way they communicate and things like that. So, so that just the way they all see the game together obviously helps the communication. Is having the iPads out of practice, is that new or is that something you guys didn't feel like? That's something we did in Philly as well. Yeah, I don't know if they'd done it here or not, but that's something that you kind of just get that immediate feedback as you go rather than having to wait till you get back over there. And it's not something you do all the time or spend a ton of time, especially out here, you're able to get extra reps while the defense is going. But, you know, maybe we can get some answers right away as guys go. Well, part of it is, uh, and we talk about it, coach talks about it to the team a lot of, you know, we're still playing against the Jags. So we always want to protect each other. There are times where a guy probably has an opportunity to be more physical than we really want him to be with their own teammates, whether that's offense or defense. And I think so far in camp, everybody's done a pretty good job of that. Now, it doesn't always lead to a wildly successful play. And there were times where guys would say, well, I would have done this, but that's my guy. I can't do that. And so it, it but guys have done a good job of protecting one another from that standpoint. So obviously guys are excited to go out and try to have the opportunity to make plays. But at the same time, we're trying to get a lot done here. We're trying to get a lot of productive work done in this camp. Anything else? Thanks, Coach. Cool. Thanks, Thank you, guys. Yeah.